This is an eternity of basketball. We're about to begin episode 180, but we remind you first that we are part of the Globally Ballin Network. Who the heck are we? Is another show on the network. Check it out for sports opinions and stories with Cla- with Cl- uh, Claudia and Claro on that show. Most popular episode on YouTube, Bernie Fabiosa's number one, all the way down to Freddy Obaldi at number 10. Which one is your favorite? Keep watching us on the Globally Ballin Network. Uh, check out the shows, original articles, audio and video projects on globallyballin.com. Catch us live on the Twitter page of Globally Ballin. We're streaming there right now, so that's another option for you guys. Check us out on Twitter. And link tree slash Globally Ballin is the link you need for all of that, for easy access to all of that. Okay, here we are, episode 180. I'm Charlie Kuna, together with Sid Ventura. Noel Zarate, all in uniform. Kami sa araw na ito. Yep, Sid's back. And you know, uh, ang guests natin sa araw na ito, we'll, we'll, we'll dive right into it, no? Played... Cebuano na naman ito, eh. another Cebuano on our show from uh, the UV Lancers uh, stable of, uh, of great basketball players. Came into the PBA with the CFC franchise. It was first called Prefto. It became Enrich. Naging great taste. Lumipat ng Tanduay Sandale, nag country fair. Marami na tayong naging guest na country fair. Natapos ang career with the Manila Beer squad in the PBA. Um, Lots of things to talk about. One-on-one champion ito. Shakey's one-on-one. Uh, under six feet. Six feet and under champion. Let's bring him in right now all the way from NYC, baby. It's Pastor Eduardo Eddie Boy Mendoza. Sir, thank Hello, you. Hi. Hey, show. good evening, sir. Yes, good evening. Welcome. Welcome to our show. Uh, maraming salamat sa iyong pagtanggap ng aming invitasyon. Sir, let's dive right into it. Of course, we, we always talk about the Cebuanos on this show. Magagaling talaga mag-basketball. At sinasabi ng mga taga-Manila, magulang pati. No? Mga taga-Cebu, no? magugulang daw talaga. Uh, How did you get into it? Why basketball? What what made you choose basketball? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. That well, I, I come from a family who is also... Um, my dad was playing basketball. Naglalaro din siya sa Mika noon. I mean, and they call it Mika before, uh, d- during the time my dad. And um, we grew up. I even saw, when I was like seven years old, the likes of Manny Paner, Isto Estrada, they come to our house to have, you know, to, uh, to have a lecture and then they had breakfast. So I see them like, you know, I, I could smell all the basketballs like almost every day because this around our place. And then everybody around us in the neighborhood loves basketball. And then when I came to the seminary, everybody plays because I was in the Catholic seminary in high school. Everybody plays basketball. So basketball to me was like part of life. I never had, you know, like somebody forced me into it. It was already mm-hmm. a part of me. Right, right. So when you were in your you high school, did you have a, was there a team in the seminary? Yes. Yes. In fact, I started the, the varsity in the high school because we go to the seminary and we go to the, uh, we go to school uh together with the uh, high school, you know, of the University of San Carlos, but we go home to the seminary. So but we merged with the high school uh, of the university. So I played for the university, varsity. That was when I was in third year high school. But first year and second high year, and in fact, nobody <laughs> wants me to be in their team. So in the seminary, you're supposed to be part of a team. I was, I think, I was in the eighth team, and I was a bench warmer, counting all those mosquitoes in the mango tree while they're, you know, playing basketball. <laughs> okay. 
So a priest approached me and said, Eddie boy, your dad was a good player. You must be a good basketball player too. So I said, okay. <laughs> so it's like, it's like everybody around me. Yes, because of my dad. My brother played with, uh, with uh, Abit Gidabin when they played the national championships in the San Jose. So everybody around me were like, you know, basketball players. Were they all tall uh, or, or kayo lang talaga yung guardia, or were you the tallest of the group already? So I grew tall when I was in college though. When I was in high school, I was like small. But the thing was, I just, you know, I don't know. I just throw the ball and they all went in. In fact, there was a championship. We were third year against the fourth year. The last shot, I made the last shot that made the fourth year. The seniors got so mad. And then I said, I love basketball. And <laughs> that's when I began to love basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so how did you, you ended up in a seminary? Did you plan to be, become a priest? Yeah, I was yes. very curious about that. Yes. Yes, when, what's that again? No, yeah, I was yeah, curious about being in the seminary. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, in, in, the, uh, in, the, in Cebu, we're uh, a Catholic uh, region. And the grandparents, to, to get their attention, you have to go to church and to act religious. So <laughs> my grandparents would always tell me, Eddie boy, magpari ka para bayaran ng kasalanan ng lahat ng kamag-anak natin. That's, that's what I was thinking. So on grade six, a priest came into school and said, who wants to be a priest? I was the only person who raised my right arm. <laughs> so I ended up in a high school um, to be a priest. Uh, supposedly, I was thinking that I'm going to pay for the sins of my relatives, which, you know, <laughs> that's what I believe in. Yeah. So that's how I got to the seminary. And uh, that's where I learned basketball, though. But in the third year high school, I found out that I always tell myself they have two hands, they have two feet, they play good because there's a lot of good players there. In fact, when I was in first year high school, Mon Fernandez came from that high school that moved to the college. So everybody was talking about him. There are so many great players too. But I would say, this is just my point of view, that some of the good players, you know, number one, they didn't have the breaks. Number two, it's something to do with the inside, meaning the character, the, 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 your perspective towards the game. Because when I was growing up, I believe my father was a player, my brother was a player, so I must be a player, so no pressure. And then I found out that I have the skills, that's when I gained confidence. In fact, I was the other way around. I gained confidence, I played basketball, but the foundation, I learned it by myself. It was not taught to me on how to dribble, how to shoot. We are more on the situational thing, like, oh, I got to do this because, you know, and we all know basketball is a game of instincts. So that's how I got into the game. Sariling sikap, ah. Yung skills mo. Okay. Most, most of the Cebuanos are like that. Mm -hmm. from, the, from the seminary, so you were playing already? Medyo, may mga nakakalabang ka siguro. Who were the, the Cebuanos oh, during your time sure. you were playing with and against already? Yeah, the, I remember Padim Israel was with uh, the opposing team. And they were like, Everybody was tall there, it was like 6'5", six, 6'4". Six, so they were like so tall. It's the, the first time I played basketball with tall play, against tall players was Padim, Padim Israel. And on our team, 
Uh, maybe you've heard of Ernie Gakayan. He played for the Masagana 99. He was yeah. really the shooter. And uh, there's, there's a lot of good players, but uh, somehow they just fade away on the college games. Mm -hmm. And Padim Israel was the dominant uh, player. Si Willie, was Willie your contemporary, General Lau? Well, Willie was already playing on the... We were like Division Two. Okay. And high school, they were already playing Division One, like Tuadles, yeah, Willie and Ralao. They were in high school, so I knew about them that they were really good players, and they are good. So what? So I never had that. Yeah, I never had the idea of play against great players because to me it was just part of my seminary days, and then they, yeah, the the priest wanted me. In fact. One of the priests said, "You, you, ha you can, uh, you can be absent in the in the mass in the morning because we have like like six o'clock mass," and he wanted me to run uh, two kilometers just to strengthen my legs. So I come back sometimes in class I sleep. Sometimes there are masses that I sleep because he's pushing me to be uh, a basketball player. Okay, nice, nice. Well, uh, question: Why why did you not? continue to become a priest? That's a good question. Because in a seminary, we, when you, when you do something bad or you get caught, <laughs> you're given a choice, like three sticks or home. So everybody would choose three sticks, of course, you get hit. You know, palo ba? Pinapalo ka? Three times. So and that's it. You know, you're going to be like, you know, you're going to be, uh, somebody's going to talk to you about the problem, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, when I was playing in high school, we, they only feed us flying fish, not to destroy the seminary, according to them, is to discipline us. But when you're playing, you got to eat a lot of food, you know, you got hungry. Yeah. So I always steal food from the priest's uh, pantry. <laughs> <laughs> then I got, gotta, I got caught. got to feed yourself. You got to feed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> And when there was a storm, the second, you know, we played baseball inside the seminary and I was the major promoter. I was reprimanded by the priest. So all the, the, the mistakes that I've done came into my mind that I'm not going to become a priest because, look, there's so many things that we do that are not supposed to be done by the priest. So one day, <laughs> the, the priest caught me stealing food and he said, I got to see you in the office tomorrow. Okay. So I was sitting down. The priest said, what's going on? Why is this? I remember I told the priest, Father, I want to try life outside. Because somebody told me that's the best answer you could have. So that's that's how I get out of this seminar. <laughs> that's what happened. Life outside. Yeah, yes. Right. yes. And apparently life outside was nice. Just, just to mention, sir, there's a couple of guys who are watching. You might know them. One of them is Cho Sison. Oh, Rafael, yes. Yes, and uh, Django Arce is also watching. Okay, nice. Hi, They're watching right now. I'm sure there's going to be some yes. others later on. There's a question in the box, guys. It says, Sino po ang idol ninyo growing up? Yeah. Who were your idols when you were young? Who were your basketball idols? Well, first, it was my brother because, you know, he played well. He's a good shooter. He's a left-handed. And what I understand is that what 
what uh, I became a good player because I went out with good players. So, so my my idol my idol was not like one person really. It's like situational. Like every day, he, he begins my idol. Like example, with speed, you would say like uh, Yo Young Martires and 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 Bernie Fabiosa. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't have like an idol that I should follow him. So I I'm more on. Uh, I I realize that uh, that basketball is if you go out with good players, you become a good player. Right. right, right. So if you ask me, my idol the first was my, of course my dad, my brother, and then it varies after that. Mm -hmm. All right. I see another question actually in the box. Uh, sorry, I see another question. If if uh, Eddie Boy Mendoza is related to UV Green Lancer star Anthony Mendoza also. He, uh, I would say because his dad and my dad, they talk, they said they came from the same roots, but we're not like, you know, we don't, we don't, we're not that close though. So we are relatives, but I got to play with him because they were like following me. So they look up to us, to me. So we became a good influence to him though. Yeah, he was, he was a good big man, no? Yeah, for this or that reason. What made you decide no, after playing with uh, with uh, San Carlos High School? Uh, how did you end up at the UV camp? Oh, okay. So when I was in college, my dad would always tell me school goes first, comes first. But I found out that wherever I go, people love to talk about me because I play good basketball. So I play the intrams of the university because I like to play there because the, 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 the students would give you chocolate, candy because you played good. That's <laughs> 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 the price. So I look forward to the game. So we played against the strongest team and I was with Joseph Herrera. Mm -hmm. We were teammates. So we, we already were, you know, playing together, Jose Ferreira in, the, in college. And then suddenly, Father Mueller, because he had a strong team that time, wanted us to be part of the team. But I was hesitant that time. I said, why would I go all the way when, you know, I could go to school and enjoy basketball? Because I, I believe that when you go to varsity, the pressure, the stress and everything. Right. So he got us, he, he trained us just to try out at first. So I became a part of the University of San Carlos team. In fact, the, the, the team that the, the year before was really a strong team. And I think uh, they, 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 they made good. Then when I was like exposed now to the world outside the seminary, everything's changed. Uh, I love to be in the basketball court more than at home because people would say, ah, oh, he's even worse than us. He's not a, supposed to be a priest because when I was in the seminary, all my grandparents would love me. All my, you know, relatives would love me. But when I got out of the seminary, I was the worst to their eyes, though, they loved me. So I love to be in the basketball court where everybody talks about everything. And, you know, when you play good, because we, we I grew up in a, in a, in a game where we, we play like uh, eight points. And, you know, we, I remember it's like, you know, the, the, the cotton candy. And I mean, uh, now the, the 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 plastic with water in it. I I don't know how you call it. It's I, water. I still big. Yes, I, I still big. big. 
that's that's our bet. We started to bet with that, and we're like, you know, that's how I learned the basketball outside until everybody wants to uh, to get me all the universities. My dad, who used to coach for Yotex, coach for University of the Visayas, and he used to coach Southwestern University. And when he heard that Southwestern University wanted to get me, he called me and he said, stay in Tuburan for three months and don't come to the city because I don't want you playing with any other team because I know these teams, you don't have future. So when I came back, he brought me to the CIT because he knows the owner. I played for one year, but okay. then everything changed. I became stronger. I, I learned a lot, you know, because I got with good players. Mm -hmm. I, I learned from them. And then comes the time when my dad said, okay, you really want to be a basketball player? He gave up. He brought me to to UV. He wanted me to be there. In in fact, I tried out with 600 players over there. And, <laughs> and the son of his best friend was supposed to meet was Gianaro. Maybe you've heard of him. He's yeah. a good player. He didn't make it to the pros, but he was really good. He, he dominated. He, uh, he was uh, with B-Boy Rabanis, the likes okay. of Dudy Ramas. Oh. But he's in Canada now. So I was supposed to meet him there. 600 tryouts, believe me. I yeah. said, whoa, it's going to happen here. <laughs> so just because of my dad. And you know what happened? Governor Gullias, I didn't know him. I don't even, uh, I, don't, I didn't know him. He went to play and called some of us because I was like, after two hours, I was called to play. Mm-hmm. He tried to make a three-point shot, I mean, farther shot. So I slapped the ball. The practice was stopped. And this guy said, why'd you do that? You know that guy? No, that's a governor. <laughs> so, I said, oh. so I was sitting down and I said to myself, that's it. Okay, I can go home. Then suddenly, <laughs> Governor Gullias stood up. He said, where is the son of Ed Mendoza here? It's my father. He knows my father. They played together. They were champions, national champions, 1956 okay. or 57, national champions. They were with uh, Imong Bas, you know, the, the the great players. I think uh -huh. the times of Laura Momar was on a different team. Then I stood up and he said, come here, come here, come here. <laughs> You're going to be training with us. So that's how I ended up in UB. I was, I was not taken because I was a good player. It was because of my dad. Okay. I na I was in the governor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's another fellow. Ito, kilala mo rin siguro ito. Nakipagbangga ka na rito. Sabi, kamusta na pare ko? Si Onchi. Oh, Onchi. Yes, Onchi. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm dito na. Nagsasama-sama yung mga former guests namin dito to, to watch, you know? That's nice. Uh, on this show. Mm -hmm. so, so, you're there in UV already. So, kamusta naman yung, yung ano, sa UV, sir? How, how was that stint with, with UV? This is uh, one of the top yes. schools there in that area. Yes. Yeah, when uh, when I got into the UV, the first five were Paul Velasco, you know, mm -hmm. player of San Miguel, 
Arnie Tuadles, Marlo Hakotin, and uh, other strong guys. I just got in the team because of my dad. But I became the sixth man. Like uh, when Paul Velasco is relaxing or resting, I get in. Because what I did is it's, it's more of a of, of family thing. Like I played for UV because my family is watching, my family is this. So I, I tend to follow the instruction. There was like, there was no freedom for me to do my stuff. Mm-hmm. So when they moved out to Manila, that has became, I moved up to the, the leadership. I became a captain ball. So I played with like the likes of Alolor, I think they were your guests, uh, Pingoy. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Pingoy, yeah. Jay Ramirez and uh, mm-hmm. Imperio, John Imperio, Willie Hineralao. Mm-hmm. And in fact, as I told you, if you want to become a good player, go out with play with good players like mm-hmm. Willie Hineralao. And our coach was really a good coach, Jay Rojas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somehow he really a good has player, a plan and understand the game. So in UV, I was just blessed to have uh, good players and you have to keep up with the reputation. And yeah. then, uh, although there were so many things that hindered us from moving forward a little bit, like like the way we look at drinking, smoking, and you know, the nightlife, yeah. there's more, uh, it's, like, it's like we should have controlled it more, but as what others would say, it made that it made us stronger because we enjoyed the game more because of the benefits out of it. Mm. Guys. So now I'm I'm thinking that so you're in uh, no, you're in uh varsity dot paano ka na discover to play in Manila? I mean I'm, there are a lot of really good Cebuano players you mentioned a lot of them oh, yeah. now. But how yeah. was it that Eddie Boy Mendoza finally wound up in Manila? Yeah. Okay. When we played the National Collegiate uh we played in Pakloban and the championship game was not finished because there was like a, a, a free for all. Oh, so, <laughs> and, and, and it was awarded to FEU. So we were like, you know, I remember we, we tried to uh, empty a case of San Miguel beer in their quarters, <laughs> which of course they're not there anymore. Oh. And then the following year, they had to make the national collegiate to be played in the Philippine Military Academy. Baguio. So that's where I played. Uh, like, uh, in fact, they don't allow outsiders to watch the, the championship games. It was all the the students. And my okay. brother, who was like third year, they were there. And in fact, during the championship games, we played against Letran, Alolor, Pingoy, I think, in Eralao. Oh, Willie, Sino I think. Sino na sa letran? Sino na sa letran doon? Si, ito uh, is Guerra, Aninion. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. They were really a strong team, but it so happened that uh, the last last one minute, I mean, uh, 30 seconds, they're up by one. The score was 123, 122. That's what the score got. So, <laughs> so I had to set up a, a play, a, a set up. The shooter is... You haven't heard of him, but I think the others have mentioned him, Dido Okanyada. Mm-hmm. He the Manila hired him and then he sent him back because in the in, in Cebu he scored eighty points. <laughs> okay. So when he when he got wow. <laughs> Florencio said, Let me see how good he is. Florencio said then he said, Send him back to Cebu. <laughs> so <laughs> he didn't make it. 
but so we have a uh, we have to set up to make him to be the shooter so we have like double posting other guy would screen and he pops up i gave him the ball it was like seven seconds two guys were up top of the, uh, in front of him he gave it back to me so what i did i was like at least was like two feet beyond the three-point line there was no three points that time i throw the ball up and then it went in boom <laughs> you could see you could see the 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 students the, they were in uniform from the south jumping while from the people from the north they were like stiff like stones <laughs> so, <laughs> So then the wife, the wife of General Kanapi went to run to us and, ju and jumped with us like this because uh, the wife of General Kanapi was from the south while General Kanapi was from the north. But, <laughs> but what happened, we could have been champions for that. We won against Letran. The following game, because we have to play with Davao, okay. the problem came in our team. Imagine we should have won that game. And three of our players had a fight with coach Jake Rojas. So oh, I said, wow. that's it. That's okay. it. Because they ended up, you know what they did? They like dribbled the ball and wanted them to get the ball. Or sometimes they have to hand it in just to protest against Jake Rojas. I think our problem was we ourselves <laughs> were the problem that time. If I may ask, what was the fight about? It's, I think it started with, uh, after we won the game, and other players wanted more attention because it was like a balanced team. Yeah. Everybody had his role. And I think others were not, you know, they, there's, well, there was no attention because if you understand, Jake Rojas is more of like, um, I would say uh, 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 he, he, he tries to encourage you in a negative way, not a positive way. Mm -hmm. uh, and people misunderstand him as not graceful, but he really is. He really is a good. It's just his approach. Mm -hmm. he, he tends to talk about bad things about you just to encourage you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the negative reinforcements. Uh, <laughs> yeah, negative reinforcement. yeah we, didn't, we didn't survive that. If we yeah, had yeah, survived, yeah. we would have been, you know, national champions. But but by making that shot uh, to win the game against Letran, that put you on the map, Tama. Yes, that's why you know uh, CDCP and there were three offers right away. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really, honestly, I said no, I'm okay, I'm fine in in Cebu because everything was good there. You dominate the game. You don't have stress. People love you. It's your, it's your, you know, it's your comfort zone. And by that, yeah. that time, my, my mother was already in New York and, and, and financially we were like stable already and like before. So I said, why should I go to Manila? And this offering that they have. And some, some coaches said, oh, Eddie is too small. So I said, okay, that's good. Too small for a, a point guard. There's a lot of small, good players in, in Manila at that time. Mm-hmm. So I stayed, I stayed in Cebu, but somehow in Cebu, people would say, you're too ripe here, move to Manila. You're so, <laughs> I mean, you know, they're pushing you to go there. Until one day, my father would say, why don't you go to uh, Manila? Just go there. Just, uh, you know, try it. Okay. Is my dad telling me? 
So I went. I flew in with uh, with the director of basketball in Cebu, and Boy Adolfo who used to play for Mariwasa. Mm -hmm. He was designated as my personal bodyguard. <laughs> my dad oh. would say, "Take care of him." So I got to Manila. I didn't know. I was uh, already sold to box jeans. Okay. So we went to box jeans. They gave me money, and they gave me the hotel in Quiapo. Boy Adolfo said, "Okay, give me some of your money. I gotta go to high life." So I gave him money. I was in the. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he deserves it too. So I was lying down there. I said, "Wow, new life." I don't even understand people. It's so noisy out there, and there was a storm coming in the room. I said, well, what's, what's, what's going to be the life here in Manila? So the following day, Jami Martinez, who, who, who used to be like, like the, the, the managers of the Visayan players, called me. He said, oh, Nat Kansun wants to talk to you. I said, Jami already agreed. But the problem was Bax Jeans didn't have the Mika form. So they said, said, come back tomorrow so you will sign up the Mika form. So I got all the money without the Mika form, and then Nat Kanson came to the hotel, and this is what changed my mind. He told me, Ed, if you're going to play for me, I'm not going to leave you. You're going to be with me. Wherever I go, you'll be with me. Then I said to myself, wow, this is the coach I like to play with. Mm -hmm. I saw him. He was really, you know, play with me. That's why I ended up in Man Diesel. Right. What did Bax Jin say when you left? Them? I, I think I just, I, I did not talk to them, but the manager, he said, I'll take care of it. Uh, I'll talk to them. And even Nat Kanson would say uh, he would call. So I didn't know. But when I saw them, na, sorry, uh -huh. <laughs> well, I remember, what I remember, it was like uh, they gave me like, uh, I think it was 8,000 at the time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was already the eight thousand tapos. Uh, yeah. So I gave Boy Adolfo. What year was this? Seventy nine, seventy eight. Yes, seventy nine. Oh, you know, monthly salary. Yeah, no, di ba? That was already the monthly salary of Manny Paner. Manny Paner. Oh, yeah, yeah. To be yeah. The, the largest uh, yeah. contract at the time. Right, right, right. Galing ah. So you ended up playing for for Man Diesel under Man under Diesel, yes. Nat. So, so I was here, really. No? So, I, oh. I, you know what? I came to the gym in Das Marinas. I didn't have all my stuff because my girlfriend in Cebu doesn't want me to come play. <laughs> so, I only had my old shoes <laughs> and my, my short pants was like, like the old UV pants that was really ripped. So, I came to the gym and I saw the likes of Joel Banal, Manny Victorino, Joey, Marquez, they came in the gym, full pack, they got nice shoes, Adidas Pro Models, and everything was new, and I was sitting in the corner. Then Twadley saw me, because Toyota had a practice that morning, he said, Ed, I didn't know you're here. When did you came? Okay, use my shoes. So I, I used his uh, shoes, his shoes were size 13. Yeah, I wear a size 11. Okay. 11, 12. So I did use it. Then I was sitting down with the janitors, two of them. 
the players came in, Nat Canson came in, he didn't recognize me. And then the, the manager came, where's Eddie Boy? Then everybody said, who's Eddie Boy? We're waiting for him. I was just sitting here. The guy said, should I go there or should I go home? Suddenly, <laughs> the man said, oh, Eddie Boy is there, right there. So they come up. Then they all laughed. He said, Eddie Boy, are you going to clean the gym? They all laughed like crazy. So <laughs> I got close to them and yeah. they were really good teammates. They. So I said, oh, I could play here. I could uh -huh. enjoy life. So the first we had a exhibition game against china i mean a team from taiwan that was okay. somewhere in uh, in i would say in a, in a school high school uh, chinese high school yeah so i said i'm really fit i'm really ready for it i'm gonna you know work out and and Nat canson said ed you gotta go all out because the bosses are here blah 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 okay one minute i scored eight points wow then I intercepted three times because I've read their plays already. So I got muscle pull from the back of my knee to my upper, you know, back. Uh -huh. Oh, my gosh. I got because, you know, you see in Cebu, <laughs> that's a problem we have. We don't stretch fully. It's only when we came to Manila that you do a lot of stretching and everything. We do stretch, but uh, it's not like, you know, so I got injured. That's when my contract with, I was with Mandis. Nat Kansan was really good. He wanted me to play for him, but I had to sit it out. But when he moved to Solid Mills, he was really good and kind. He took me with him. That's where I meet Andy Howe. Uh -huh. My big boss is a good man, Andy Howe. Yeah, yeah. But uh -huh. they did not, they, they were expecting me to play my best. And I said, within myself, I, I almost gave up. I said, mm -hmm. oh, that's it for me. So I had vacation in Cebu. I got big and heavy. So Solid Mills, this is the, the hardest part was when Solid Mills told me, Ed, this is your last month's salary, and uh, we're sorry. Uh, well, the team decided to let you go. Okay. From Adamson to Rizal Memorial, that was the humbling part of my life. I walked. All my life, I never had a problem with the game. I dominate. I understand. I have plans. But this time, I have nothing. I walked from Adamson, Adamson to Rizal Memorial. That's it. I said, that's it for basketball. I'm going home. So I went home. I played commercial around Cebu and Mindanao and everything. And then suddenly, I think the the Presto team wanted me to play with them, the mm -hmm. farm team. So yeah. I said, why not? Let me go. I tried to play. But the problem was the coach doesn't like me. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not that he doesn't like me. He doesn't put me in. Okay. One day, Mr. Gotau just came in. Gotau said, Coach, I paid a lot of money for Eddie Boy. Use him tonight. So I ended up playing. Okay. So I played good and we won. Sino yung coach na yun, sir? Uh, yeah, I think it was, uh, his name was Unrubia. Okay. Uh, Mr. Unrubia. He was, he was really a good coach. Though. <laughs> he, he, 
he 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 just have a plan because he has he has this uh two point guards that he really you know relied yeah. on so yeah. i was just the third point guard then the yeah. championship that was best of three the following game he didn't use me we lost gotao came again <laughs> he said coach i told you already i was watching on tv put him in so i got the so I, we had a party in ramada then gotao came he said guys this is it there's no more farm team you have to go here's your money so we left happy and uh, i said that's it that's it for me i'm just gonna mm -hmm. play around cebu and you know enjoy suddenly uh, i heard from jimmy mariano i mm -hmm. wanted to get me from his first team that's when i got to the pba right okay so that, that's the perfect cue you know it's time for us to enter our first segment here on our show Oh, Joey, yes. Hi, Pastor Eddie Boy. Hope you still remember me. Looking good now. Catch you later, sabi niya. Okay? And then there's oh, yeah. another fellow. He's, another he's guy who was... Point guard. Guy. Another uh, guy who was saying hello. This guy. Ito, kilala mo rin to. Si Ricky ah, Relota. Ricky. Yes. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's in New York. He moved to LA already. Yes, yes. Mm. yes. And then and then si Cho has a nice comment about you, Cho Season. Mm -hmm. Eddie Boy is a quick, fast, foxy, and intelligent basketball player and a very respectable person. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Cho. He's, 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 a good, uh, he's, he's a good teammate, and you can learn a lot from him. He's smart. Was he, the Davao, was he on the Davao team that beat you in the National Collegiate? No, I was, uh, I was not. You know, that was uh, the team ahead of me in the mm -hmm. Davao National Collegiate. Mm -hmm. I was playing for the opposing team that time. Mm -hmm. With UV, we didn't make it. Oh. Yeah, with CIT, okay. but you know, okay. I think yes, you're right. The Cho season was playing with uh, against. Uh, no, it was uh, San Juan. You know, you know San Juan, Mon San Juan. Mon San Juan, yeah, Mon San Juan. Yeah, Mon San Juan that uh, you know yeah. got injured. I would say in that game. They they mm -hmm. said. Okay. Well, anyway, let's just enter the time capsule. As as we mentioned, this is the the photo session. Uh, Sid Ventura prepared a bunch of photos for us to go yep. through, sir, from your career. But we'd like to tell everyone this is brought to us by Fitbit. Helps everyone in the world get healthier from counting your steps to giving personalized insights on your heart rate and sleep patterns. Log your exercise and access great tools and content on the Fitbit Premium, all on the Fitbit platform. Check out their line of products on Fitbit.com. Feel the power of Fitbit. Okay, let's go to photo number one. So you, what you thought was going to be the end of your career already... Suddenly, you're in the pros. Instead of stopping, umabante pa yung career mo. No? Nasa pros ka na bigla. You're with... Nasa Reynosa o naiwanan. Nasa Reynosa. You entered with Presto in 1981 uh, under Coach Jimmy Mariano, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. which became Enrich and eventually Great Taste Coffee Makers. This mm -hmm. is Great Taste. There's Enrich on the right side. So, mm -hmm. so suddenly, nga, there you are. You're playing with the best players. Mm -hmm. you know, what, what was your experience like when you first entered the the, the pro the pro ranks in the PBA? Of course, when I first came, the first game we had was against, uh, I think it was against Toyota. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, these are my my you know idols and everything. It's like you know you're playing with the with the gods of basketball. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I was like careful not to hit them, 
And, you know, I was just, then coach Jimmy Mariani called me, he said, what's going on with you? You're not playing basketball out there, play defense. Because I was like enjoying the game like this. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly I was reaching for the ball. Bobby, Robert Jaworski just chopped me in my hand. <laughs> so I got an awakening. I said, oh. These guys are not angels. <laughs> okay. So that, that answers our future question of who went yes. to the PBA. And, yeah. and you know, I forgot yeah. to mention, Boy Adolfo, when I went to Manila, he said, the Visayans are supposed to beat the other, you know, players. Huh. If I see you uh -huh. get beaten, I'll beat you up, he said. Pag nakita kong ginulpi ka sa loob ng korte, gugulpi ka pa. Dahil tayo nang gugulpi ka pa. Gugulpi ka pa. <laughs> so when I experienced, I remembered him because he was always around, you know, but he was really a good man and he's tough. He's not afraid of, you know, anybody. So when I got hit, I tried to hit back. And you know what happened after the game? I was walking back out in Araneta. I saw Robert Jaworski. I said, oh, this okay. guy. If he makes a bad move, I'm going to hit him first. So <laughs> when he, he got closer, he said, bye. Oh. This is just our profession, bye. We're just working here. So don't take it as person. I said, oh, you this guy's a good man. <laughs> 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 I, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found out. So that was my first game. And then the <laughs> second the second game was against Chris Spice. They'll have the same, you know. And then, because Jimmy Mariano would remind me, Ed, uh, but the thing was, here's the thing that I, I, I really, when I came to the pros, point guards don't take the shot from the outside. We're more of, of, of setting up uh, the shooters. We're setting up the, the, the imports and the big man. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't, you know, we don't take shots from the outside. But my game was more on the outside, though. So when I came to the yeah. pros, I was more of a slasher than this, the ball down. And uh, I'm more I'm more on helping the defense. When I see, like, when we play against Northern Cement, it was easy for me to win against them. They had a strong team, but you got to stop the ball carrier, the do you try to, you know, give him a hard time? I remember Hector Kalma told me, Bye, trabajo lang to bye. <laughs> you know, but I gotta <laughs> stop him because he's the point guard. He creates a lot of situations. That's why they really are strong people. Ayan, ang idol mo sa speed, kapicture mo na dito si Bernie Fabiosa. Oh, Bernie. Oh, yeah. That's your Crispa matchup. Imagine, I'm just wondering, you said, muntik na kayo, nagsalubo kayo ni Jaworski. Isip mo kung natuloy yung suntukan niyo ni Jaworski, sabi nila itong rookie na ito, nakipagsuntukan kay Jawa agad, oh. Hindi naman suntukan, pero nakipagbunguan talaga ako. Hindi ako matras. Pagbunggo siya, bunggo din ako, ganun. But that's what we've learned in the past. All our past guests who got into it with Sonny Jaworski, basta lumalaban ka, respetado ka ni Jawa, eh. Yeah, after the game, Jaworski would greet them. Hey, how's it going? And you know, some of them would be parang oh, and with Bernie, naman in this picture, um, 
I, 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 my, my heart and mind this time was just to play the game and win. But this seems to be like I respect a lot of the players that are ahead of me. Being a Cebuano, we always have great respects for. That's why I never was like kind of tough with him. I just played a Norman. But there was a time when there was a loose ball, and he tried to spread his arms, move back the loose. So instead of reaching the loose ball, he spread it out backwards. I saw him. I, I was able to, you know, duck. But I said, this guy is playing around. He's like, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't look at me as a Cebuano. Okay, that's when you know, I started using body also with Bernie Pabiosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I didn't get to to play against him more because uh, when Crispa and Greatest we had a championship, we we I wasn't you know assigned to him, or they when they usually play Crispa and Toyota, so I never had a chance. But every time I I get a chance to play with Bernie, I know how he knows how he plays because I'm Cebuano and I learned a lot from him too. Correct, correct. Yeah. Speaking of point guards, though, there's two point guards watching right now. Aaron Torres is watching, mm-hmm. and uh, Rene Canent is also watching. Oh, so, Rene Canent, yes. JRC at saka UE, nanonood. Ah. Uh, yeah, while ago, I saw uh, Jimmy Manansala also watching. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Jimmy wow. Also watching. So it's parang uh, reunion na dito. It's a reunion of uh, everybody. Nice. You know, honestly, I feel honored to to see to hear these guys watching because you know you seldom you seldom see them when during the times when we play, we tend to yeah. be more like professionals. And like right mm-hmm. now, we understand each other now. So yeah. the likes okay. of the people that you mentioned, I, I know them well, and uh, they are they are really good in their roles too. Like like Jimmy Manansala, yeah. Rene Canet. I was watching him on TV though when he mm-hmm. played. And right, I, right. I, I, I could see how he, you know, he creates situation. And this one, mas senior senior ng konte. Uh, yes, sir, yes. yes. <laughs> when you were when you were playing in the PBA, I remember because you used to also you had an apartment in Capitolio Pasig. Uh, oh yeah. I actually I actually met you when I was a lot younger. Nag nag shooting kasi amin dante. So oh, really? uh, yun, yeah, yeah, a lot younger as 1982 uh, That's why your name's familiar. Your name is Sarati or Sarati? Yeah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so. I think I've, I've heard of that name. Artista uh, yung tatay niyan. The late uh, Ernie. Oh, Ernie. No uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you don't Next mind, year. so Sarati, you're also a newscaster or? Uh... I'm a sportscaster also, like my two uh, brothers here. That's good. So, so yeah, they yeah, hear yeah. your voice on TV, right? Ah, yes. Oh, all the time. So. Even for commercials <laughs> and whatever. Yan ang boses. Hey, say hi to Andy Howe. <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, oh, si Andy. Well, I told you, I was, I was with Andy the other night. And yeah, I, I, told him, Andy. I told him, I know, our guest on Saturday is Eddie Boy. Alam mo, sabi niya, that's my boy. Yan, 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 yan. <laughs> yes, yes. That's my boy. Sabi niya, inaanak ko yeah. yan. So, uh, yes. Uh, based on, based yeah, on my experience, fine. I'd like to share this too since uh, my colleagues and... Uh, the great uh, players are 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 with us. 
to to become a good player really or to to be efficient or to enjoy the game of basketball i always uh teach people that there are five areas that you need to improve on and focus on but uh uh, FCA, the, uh, the Federation of Christian Association, they have three, which is the mind, the physical, and the heart. But with me, as I was growing up and I was studying the Word of God and my experience in the PVA in Cebu, first, you need to develop your physical, of course, the physical side. Then the mental side, you got to understand the game of basketball. Then the social side, how do you respond to people? I always think... Uh, that uh, when when I play the game, I always I have been taught that the problem is not the people around me, but the problem is me. How I respond, how I create situation, how I you know if they don't like me, uh, should I be worried about it? So the social side, right? And then there is the solical side, who you really are, your temperaments, you know the decisions that you make. Why why how do you how do you look at basketball? Is it for yourself or? for the love of the game or for the love of your family. And then the third one, or the fifth one, I'm sorry, is the spirit, your belief, your understanding as a Catholic, as a Protestant. You've got to merge it into your profession. So name a good player that is famous. Well, we always talk about Robert Jaworski as the mm-hmm. main uh, basketball player. He had a physical. He had a mental. Socially, when he raises his hand, everybody skips quiet, right? And solically, he, he believes in himself. He has confidence in himself. But I think the spiritual side, he was religious. But if he could have merged the five of them, he would have been more used and influenced other players like me. Because he already influenced us. He already taught us. But when he, he would have been more than a senator, maybe president. No, just kidding. Just to give you an idea, that's what I learned. This is how I apply. This is how I learn because, you know, as a player, I really thank God I've learned a lot. I've been through a lot of the challenges. But there's one thing since it's Father's Day last week, because I, when, when, when Charlie was calling me, I said, what am I going to tell them? <laughs> what am I going to say? Maybe people don't know me. You see, you know, um, the game of basketball you got to understand that in life, there are, there are principles, there are teachings that you need to understand. And once you merge the good teachings, you'll become a good basketball player because mainly your heart, your inside enjoys it first. Mm-hmm. So you got, you know, because one person asked me, Oh, hey, boy, yung PBA, suntukan na naman. Galit dito, galit kanyan. Laki-laki ng mga sweldo, nagsusuntukan. I think it's the perspective how they look at themselves, how they look at, you know, the game of basketball. So there's five points that I'm trying to see still under development, though. But the main point that I'd like to share tonight, the reason why I like Charlie, you, Sid, and uh, what's the other guy? Noel. 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 I think you're a big influence to our country when you called up for these players because they will learn a lot. Mm -hmm. They will learn that uh, it's not behind all those celebrity status. There is this one thing that I like to ask Filipinos. It, it, the Bible says, you know, excuse me for mentioning the Bible. Nowadays, it's kind of hard to mention it. No problem. God will visit the sin of their fathers, not the sins of their mothers. You know why? No father would teach your son to be bad. No coach would coach you into a bad situation. But here's the coaching part. Here's the father part. The, the, the problem with fathers, we do not teach our children how to suffer 
how to face hardships. Because for me as a player, my father would always say, if you don't raise your jump shot, you're not going to become a PBA player. So I followed, I obeyed. But during the times when I was racing my jump set, it was really hard, sore, everything. People would laugh at me. That's not the way to play the game, blah, blah, blah. It's not, you know, we lose games just because of that practicing me. But when I was able to do it, in fact, uh, according to them, they haven't seen, they only see quite the people of what I do. But the point was, here's the thing. The hardships, the suffering in basketball, there's beauty in it, and you'll benefit out of it. It's just a matter of the coach, the player, teaching you on how to suffer hardship. Mm. That's a great point. There's no perfect coach. There's also no perfect father. And uh, you know, my role models, not that they may not be perfect, but they're still our role models, and we still get something out of it. Yes. But I, I'm very curious about this picture also, ngayon, uh, Pastor Ed. Ito mm -hmm. talagang inaabangan na lahat. Yung pinauso na PBA dati na one-on-one -on -one competition. I mean, <laughs> yeah, some yeah. big names were in there. Diba? Gidaben, Fernandez. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, the then all of a sudden, Eddie Boy Mendoza is the champion. So what mm -hmm. was this experience like for you? Itong okay. shape is one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. When they, when they advertised it, so every team has to put in one player. One above the six feet and the other was like uh, below six right. feet. So there were coaches uh, to talk and decide and great days that time signed up ricky brown ricky mm -hmm. brown was with the team and in fact uh, he became the first five then i was like the practice player actually my brother would tell me you're just a practice player so <laughs> then playing against ricky brown the coach said and mr gotau said eddie boy Turuan mo nga yan si Ricky Brown, masyadong malinis maglaro eh. So pag nag-jump shot ka, hawakan ko yung kamay, hindi siya makascore. <laughs> so, so, so when the news came that uh, there's gonna be a one-on-one, -on -one, uh, all everybody, the media wants Ricky Brown. Because, you know, he's paid iron, he was like from NCC, and he's really a good player, right? So I was sitting down, we had a practice, and then I heard him said. Coach, I'd like to, but I think Eddie Boy should be there. Mm. It was Ricky Brown who talked to mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So I said, why not? <laughs> why not? Let me do it. Uh, the, first, the first game I played was with my friend, Willie Hineralao. Okay. So he was a little small, so I always bring him down one-on-one -on -one down there, you know. Because the rule was to score and then get out of the three point line and start again. Yeah. And yeah, it's right. kind of hard because you don't stop, you don't rest for five minutes. Correct. Mm. So I get I won against Willie Nerla. So the next was Francis and Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what I understand, Francis and Nice really prepared for it and everything because his name is at stake. Imagine you're 50 of the greatest player, you know. <laughs> uh, one thing I like with basketball, my playing with PBA, I like I thank to thank God. I was able to play with the greatest 50 players. Mm -hmm. right. So I know them and they know me. So it's it's good enough for me. So while yeah. playing with Francis and Nice, I said, I got to win against this guy. It's not about the game. It's not about the money, but the prestige. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. I could always leave the person I watch on TV 
I remember last time we were listening to a radio in Cebu where all my cousins, like hundreds of them, there's only one radio, listening to Toyota playing against San Miguel and we rooted for San Miguel and they lost it. I said, these Francis are nice, must be very good. <laughs> yeah. He was, I, he was. <laughs> yeah. So when I came to play against him, I was able to, to uh, defeat him and... Uh, what I heard, I'm not sure about it, I didn't see. Uh, he got so mad and he, he tore his uniform because, uh. Uh, I don't know, but that's what they told me. I said, okay. And then, this is the hardest uh, opponent I had. I played against Rudy Distrito. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they basically oh. have the same style of play. He was bullying me. I was bullying him. It was body against body, <laughs> you know. But I know Rudy Distrito because he played in Cebu. He played with a team, the commercial team in Cebu, that he left for Manila because he always got bruised down there. You know, somebody elbows him, somebody kicks him. <laughs> so he said, oh, Eddie boy, I got to go in Manila. I play in Manila now. He went to UE, I think, FU. Yeah, UE. UE, UE yes. So now I played with him and he said, bye. Trabajo lang to bye. So he really worked out. You know, he was ahead for like, I, I, I was able to get past him like just one minute more because he was really tough. It was really hard for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I won. So now I'm waiting for the championship. Then the championship was Joseph Herrera. <laughs> Good friend again. Yes. Joseph, oh. So I said, I could win against this guy anytime, but politically, he was better than me. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh, you got to consider politics too. Uh, the management loves him because he's, you know, he goes out, he dates with somebody from the management and all the referees, you know, <laughs> love him. While me is that nobody knows me and just happened to win over these three guys. Now I'm in the championship. So we, we, we went out together because we were teammates in college. And he said, right. bye. Do you want to make money? I said, how? You know, the first two games will control it. And the last game is do or die. Would you agree? Okay. I said, ah. oh, I said, okay, it's up to you. So, you know, not to, not to discredit him or whatever, but he has a good plan. He's a smart guy. We are play for pay. So we look for payment. That's it. <laughs> so it's his friendship. It's between us. Mm -hmm. So he's got friends and so on. And then he said, when I come in, because we're not supposed to talk to each other and make signals like, you know, people would know that. He said, Mustana, Bernie Pax. Bernie Pax. <laughs> Bernie right Pax. Pax. Hi, Bernie. Yeah. yeah, you were mentioned here, man. You are, uh, <laughs> Bernie is a good. <laughs> anyway, so Joseph Herrera said, if I'm going to wear Nike, you're going to lose. If I wear Adidas, you're going to win. <laughs> okay. Galiga. So, <laughs> so I saw him wear the, the, the Nike. So he's going to win. I lose, right? Uh, oh. So he won. The next game, he has to make me win. But the problem was he's playing around. He made like a, a number four, like, 
laying up with a number four in his feet. I said, Joe, don't do it. Don't do it like that because he knows he's going to lose. So there was now 1-1. So the PBA said the championship is going to be next Sunday. Okay. Then he went to, uh, because he knew I was in shape, he was watching my games, he said he went to the PBA. Oh, I'd like to postpone it next week. Because, you know, and we don't have a game that week, so I didn't get to be ready. He's smart. He said, Joseph. <laughs> and then it was postponed another week. He said, okay, this Sunday. I called that... Uh, I, I, because I was sick the whole week. I was really sick the whole week. But Joseph said, no, it has to start now. So I played against him. I was very sick. I just recovered. Okay. So then he, he wanted to defeat me and destroy me. I got that strength when I said, oh, you're trying to, to go around me. So I'm going to defeat you tonight. So that's how I win the game. <laughs> <laughs> and Joseph was pretty nice. He said, yeah, you outsmarted me. He said like that. He was good. He was said. Yeah, he said you played good. You played good. He was a good. Uh, he was a good uh, opponent. And he you remember the, You remember the final score in that 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 last one? That I wasn't sure because I I knew I had last one minute I was ahead of him. I had a ball, and I know he cannot stop me. So I just have to do it one at a time, one at a time. Because I saw the score, I was ahead three points already. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I just brought him down, brought him low. <laughs> what what's your price, sir? Did you do you remember? Oh yeah, twenty five thousand. That was the price. Not bad. Oh. Yeah, and and you know, the I, I really thank my father because when he knew that I got the twenty thousand, he flew to Manila and he said, "There's a land that sold for twenty thousand, and I want you to buy it." So I said, even if I didn't see it, okay, I gave oh. it to my dad. You know, right now, when I go to see the land, I said, wow, that was a smart thing. Because the problem with us Cebuano players, we don't have the right, we don't have the right, uh, you know, advisors financially and, you know, the future. We just go by, you know. Yeah. Where was this land, sir? Where, what, what's on it now? It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's somewhere south where my father is from. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually, a, 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 you know, there's, there's bamboos and, you know mangoes and some coconut trees yeah. okay what, what's on it now it's it's still uh vacant or? yes yes vacant and oh, it must yeah. be worth uh yes here's a nice here's an article about you I, I didn't get to read it sid did you get to read the article i didn't get to read this one but bad luck is it really forever Written by our good friend, the late Barry Pasqua. Uh, an article about Sir, Sir Eddie Boy. Oh, yeah. There's that picture again, yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know what it's about. Uh, I'll, I'll probably read it later on when I enlarge it. It's too small you, to read. Right would you now. remember, sir, what, the, what you talked about with Barry? Um, I think I was able to share with him what happened to me. Because when I was in the Great Days team, after one year, I got very sick. In fact, my game went down. I was just holding on to, I got sick and the doctor even told me six hours you wouldn't, you didn't come to me, you would have been dead. Oh. It's, it's more on the sexually transmitted disease, okay. yeah, complication. Uh -huh. Yes. So 
he, I, I went to Manila doctors, uh, operate, he, he did a procedure to me and he said, blah, 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 this is what happened. And he said, I think you need to go to God because it's a miracle. <laughs> so I went to Baclaran, I bought this uh, Mary and Santo Nino. And uh, so I went home to the apartment and uh, I said, wow, I got to change my lifestyle and everything. But my game wasn't like, you know, becoming really hard and heavy. That's why I was, um, baby, the Lupin, uh, I agree with him. He decided to give me up to another team, baby mm -hmm. D. So he, so I was like, because of my sickness. So I, I recovered from it. That's why the games that I played against with the other team, I was more on. That's why I came to the spiritual side of, of being a player, because mm -hmm. of that. I think that's uh, he, that's what he's trying to tell me. I haven't read it though, but I remember the, the, yeah, the, yeah. yeah right. Up. Speaking of spiritual, there's Joel Banal, the pinaka Banal na player natin. Oh Joel yeah, Banal, your teammate. Brother, 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 <laughs> brother, no, brother. Another former great player. In fact, I I came to faith through Joel Banal. Because, oh, okay. yeah, when I had this question in my heart, in spite of the blessings that we have, there's emptiness. So I bring the Bible and everything, and I see Joel Banal, because Joel Banal is a good friend, really, and he, he helped me through my life in Manila. He was a good man. Well, aside from Joel, aside from Coach Joel watching now, there's also... Ray Perez is also watching. Rick uh, Magliari is also watching. And another young guy in the in the late eighties, I think he met you in New York. He was fresh out of San Beda. His name's Jali Escobar. Yes, Jali. Yes. He told me I was I was with him last night, and he told me I kilala ko yan. Kasama ko sa New York yan. So he's watching yes, also right yes. Now. Yeah, it was different now when I played with Jali Escobar because you know I had I had a, a spiritual outlook towards the game. It's not more of being selfish, but more on helping others. Like, and it right, it, right. it it helps a lot because yeah. it is in giving that you receive. The more you pass, the more you get uh, open. Right? That's the yeah. principle in basketball, and that's biblical. Correct. Correct. So Let's look at the that's... next photo. Let's look at the next photo. Yes. Go ahead, sir. Uh, you, sir. you were saying. Okay. Here's well, here's here's Chip England. You and you're fighting with Chip England here. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chipping Glenn is like I think he's a coach, shooting coach of one of the PBA yes. uh, NBA. Okay, yeah. okay, OKC years with the Spurs. Yeah. He's now with OKC, yeah. And through Chip England, I I understood that uh, a good foundation, a good training could make you a good shooter. So I understood from him. I, I tried to study and learning from the missionaries or how to shoot. That's why I was a better shooter after after the PBA. <laughs> so I played uh, I played with Jale Escobar in New York, and um, the game was really easy. When you're old, you tend to sh to take the shot outside. And in fact, when I played, when I came to America, I was really in my prime. I played against in in the park. The Mexicans would always say, uh, the, I mean the, the the Koreans would always say, "What's a Mexican? What's a Mexican? He's got eyes in the back." So, <laughs> Mexican, Mexican. Huh? Mexican. <laughs> yeah. and then somebody invited me to New Jersey they didn't know me I was playing with uh, he was like drafted in the NBA 
So I was making my three-point shot. He said, where did this guy come from? Mm -hmm. So, and that Chip England is really, I think this is Northern Cement. Uh, yes, Northern yes, Cement, yes, yeah. Northern Cement, yeah. And you're, yeah. This, is, uh, you're, this is the time when you were with Country Fair Country already. Fair, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, Country Fair. Oh, I, 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 I remember because Eddie Boy Mendoza being a, a two-way player. Talaga. So great shooter, great mm -hmm. offensive player, but also a good defender. And he gave you the kamador ng kabilang team. So what's the, right. how, what was the mentality there being an offensive player, being a two-way player? How do you develop that and how did it become your calling card in the PBA? Well, it all started... In uh, when I was, you know, growing up, I was only indoctrinated with defense as the best offense. But when I got to the pros, I found out that uh, it's easy to look for the weakness. I'm more uh, uh, proactive on the defense. It's not that uh, I have understood that I have to make him go where I want him to go. But if he keeps on shooting, I got to play like, you know, a little tough, a little rough. Uh, there's a great difference in roughness and toughness, though. So to defend is to, first of all, is to intimidate him. Not that, you know, you're going to beat him up, but to be there wherever he goes and uh, use your body. You know, I found out looking back, I like I like to get hurt. Like, uh, not, not that I could hurt, but my body looks for pain. Mm -hmm. I enjoy more the game if I get pain, like, you know. I got to talk to, I, I had a talk, a short talk with Abit Gedabin and he, he mentioned me. I still remember you, Ed. You tackled me and throw me out half court. I cannot forget that. <laughs> six five, <laughs> huh? six five. Yes. I just wanted to point out in the photo earlier, uh, if we can show the photo earlier, yung sapatos na ginagamit dito ni, ano, ni, yan, nakagrosby. Yes, because it's free given by Grosby. Oh, in correct, fact, correct. they made shoes for us with our names on it. Ah, mm, yeah, and then yeah. We, we, yeah, we can go to Grosby and you know they would give you shoes right away. Yes, I know. Air Jordan, may. This hasn't been asked yet. Uh, you you wore number ten. Uh, is there any significance to that? Bucket oh. number ten and jersey mo? Oh well, yes. Um, when when I played in high school, the uh, the ten they said is a perfect number. I heard about it. So I played in high school with my father's number, which is seventeen. Okay. Then I played in college, which is 11. When I got to the PBA, all these numbers were like uh, famous and everybody likes this number. So number 10 is the only available number. I chose it and I remember Mon Fernandez, number 10. So I took mm -hmm. it as a Visayan, not as a center, I would say. <laughs> so that's why I chose 10. Okay. okay. Let's now go. Let's jump to that last to photo. photo. Yeah. 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 Jump to that last photo. Yeah. Manila beer na nga ito. Manila beer proved to be your 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 last stopover, no? In your PBA career. Mm -hmm. Uh, you you had a, in 1984. You played for two teams, Tanduay and Country Fair, and then you moved on to Manila beer. How, mm -hmm. how did you end up with Manila beer? Is that because of Andy Howe? Yes, I think. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what I understand, I'm not sure. Andy Howe said that uh, Tommy Manotok wanted me also. 
I haven't met Tony, Tommy Manotok, but Andy Howe and Tommy Manotok are good, you know, basketball uh, um, coaches and uh, they understand the game well. Yeah. Because my problem when I was in the pro is I really wanted to have a coach that who would believe in the way I play because uh, we we were, I was, I was like, when I was in Cebu, I, I had good coaches with me. That's why I was able to play my prime and basketball was easy. Unlike when I was in uh, Manila, uh, coach Jimmy Mariano understood me, but that time I was just going to, you know, through my sickness, which nobody knows. But wow. when I got to country fair hot dogs, I was I already recovered. In fact, I remember I scored like almost every game over 20, 30, because, you know, I was really, when I got to Tanduai, there was this, uh, I don't know, with the monk players, if you miss the shot, they would say, oh, it's game fixing. It's fixing game. It's fixing games. So then, uh, but when I got to the Manila beer, it was more on uh, on the. This is this would be my you know, I have family already. You know, I go out with. Uh, I, I had already a family. I had a wife. I had the kids. So it's more on uh, a must thing to do. It's not like you know. But what happened after that year, sir? Bakit ano? After Manila Beer, um, my my uh, immigration papers went through. Okay. okay. So from uh, the petition of my mom, but uh, with uh, you know in Debadida Atiludes, we had a good talk. He said, you know, Eddie boy, we could always talk to people, and you can still play the pro. So when when. When people were asking me, where are you going to play? Where are you going to play? I remember Alaska called me. And then the following week, they called me again. And what I heard, chismes, is that one of the players doesn't like me to be there. So I said, okay. And then there was like, you know. And then so, uh, my ex-mother-in-law said, uh, oh, we can, we can do politics here. I said, no, mom, no. I think it's better to... Uh, to go, and I think I heard uh, Robert Jaworski approach uh, approach in Debadide. Oh, your son-in-law is he available? I'd like to play with him. That's why they got uh, they got uh, Rudy Distrito instead of me. Okay, yeah, Alaska. That's why I understand. Yeah. In Ebra, in Ebra. Yeah, yeah. So I, I moved to. Uh, I, I said, okay, let me just go to the state. That's fine. But there were a lot of teams I think we could have, I could have, you know, applied for. Mm -hmm. And then when I came back, I played with Meralco, you know, I played with, you know, here and there. Because my, my plan was, I go to, because I became a born-again Christian and I had this burden of using basketball to reach out to the people. In a mm -hmm. way, I could influence to them. Maybe they yeah. look up to you. That uh, celeb being celebrity is not all there is. You've got to be the very person. So you'd enjoy being celebrity. You would enjoy the money and the fame if your art is right with God. Right, right. Okay. So you, so you ended up, so you're out of the league already. I, I don't know. I think, that's, I think this is the last photo for the first half. Let's just remind everyone that uh, 
uh, yeah, we are part of the Globally Ballin Network. There's another show, Bang with Jojo Maraginot. Check that out, episode 7. And then, uh, we're on Spotify. If you listen to us and watch us on Spotify, please rate us with a 5-star rating. If you show us some love. And also become our monthly supporter, if you can. $4.99 or 250 pesos a month on Spotify. And we'll recognize you in our future episodes and love you forever. And, and what? And we will. Love you forever. Yeah. Yo, thank you. Okay. Thank you to our members, Joseph, Leslie, Ramon Dizon. Salamat sa inyo supporta sa aming show. And uh, follow Globally Ball in Southeast Asia on Facebook. Lots of tidbits of the shows on the GB Network are posted on the Globally Ball in Southeast Asia Facebook page. This is brought to us by Fitbit Time Capsule. It uh, helps everyone in the world get healthier from counting your steps to giving personalized insights on your heart rate and sleep patterns. Log your exercise and access great tools and content on the Fitbit Premium all on the Fitbit platform. Check out the line of products on Fitbit.com. Feel the power. Okay, let's go into this. So the, the next photo, this is Yai. You're still with Manila Beer here. There's, there's Francis Arnais, the guy that you said uh, mm. you know, was, was one of the best, but you beat him. Abit Gidaben is there as well. This was Abit Gidaben's short stay there. He got mm-hmm. traded for... Yes. Diba, trade sila ni, ni, uh, ni Don Mon. Ramon no. Fernandez. But you know, after this, so your, your PBA career comes to an end. But you continue playing, sir. You continued playing for for uh, the Ventures ventures for Victory, the Spirit yes. uh, Wings, you, as you mentioned to me. Mm-hmm. No? So you continued, as you said, your advocacy because it was part of your ministry, you know, is through basketball, diba? You, you're mm-hmm. trying to... to to reach yeah. people through through basketball and and um so basketball never really left you tuloy ba? Tuloy, tuloy oh, yeah. ang, uh, yes. Yes. but did but you was it eating at you did it eat you uh, eat you up inside that you know you felt maybe you could still be in the pros but you're not oh yes for sure i was uh, i was in the potter's house ministry uh, foundation because you know uh you don't have that much money so people would support you i was in a foundation i had four guys who used to be drug addicts with me and they always like, you know, I trained them and I helped them. And then we we didn't have anything to do. And one of the guys said, oh, oh, um, brother, Ed, there's a game tonight. Let's watch. So I watched the game. I was watching the game. I was at the back. I said, Lord, why am I not there? And I'm here. I still can play. I still have that strength. So I, I, I said, I, you know. There was like there was sadness in me that I'm not playing in the PBA. Mm-hmm. So there was like you know I could do those things. I could even because I know the players who were who were playing in the in the court. Right, so right. I said, why not? You know, can I not serve the Lord and go there and everything? Yeah, honestly, I could have done it or you know, but the problem was me. The the you see the hardest part of a player is the humbling process. When you are going to be left from your 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 uh, celebrity status, and then you become a normal person, where everything is changes financially, you know, socially, and everything. Yeah. So, I think that was the time when I really was was was. Uh, I think about it because I really understood that in life, there there is there are principles, there are precepts that you need to understand that would help you through in your hardships. Like, mm-hmm. number one, there are people who are better than you. You got to understand that. Mm-hmm. And then number two, in this life, even if you are going through hard times, that's part of the good things that God is doing in your life. Mm-hmm. And what he wants is the kind of heart, the character, the inside. If you notice, Christianity is more on the inside. And a good basketball player is the strength on the inside. 
How do you respond? What do you do in the last two minutes? It can only be built when you experience those hardships, the pain in practices, and of course, good mentors, good teachers, good friends. So the question is, did I ever, oh yes, all my life I said, oh Lord, oh Lord. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. then you, uh, sometimes we, we tend to look at the trees. We don't look at the forest. Mm -hmm. So because I, wh what I understand, I would rather play. Because in fact, when I, when I, was, uh, when I committed myself to the, the, the Christianity, I was able to play all the basketball courts in Cebu. Even those courts where people hate me, that they want to beat me up. <laughs> They listened to the gospel, which is really good. It was really a blessing. I was able to play all the basketball courts in Cebu. Mm -hmm. Well, you were talking about showbiz, yeah, the photo, of course. Yeah. This is a time in your life when, yeah, you were major showbiz kadito nung panahon na to, sir, eh, di ba? Yes. <laughs> because, yeah. of, because of the people you're with, as you mentioned, your, your former mother in law. Mm -hmm. And then, so you would have these parties and all that. So this is mm -hmm. something we, we chanced upon in a magazine uh, mm -hmm. from our friend Aris, of course. Were you not were you not offered to be in the movies during that time, sir? Or, or no, actually, I, I became a born again Christian already. So people tend to like like the celebrities, they tend to not mention about this because here's their mindset, although it's not true. That when you are a born again Christian, you you don't do this thing, blah 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 blah. It's just that you have a proper perspective. Like example, when I was with my mother-in-law, I get to see all the celebrities, and they know me every parties. I remember when uh, when when Mani Paner had a party for uh, uh, her her daughter or granddaughter. Yes, Tina Panera was a big bash in uh, Intercon. So I went there and everybody, all celebrities were there. Oh, Eddie Boy and all the players yelled uh shouted, Oh, Eddie Boy is here. Give him milk. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay. So I, I got the milk. But I was sitting down with priests that I know. But they were like drinking beer, not to destroy them. Somebody came in, Jesse Soliano, Mani Paner, and he started started. Uh, Here's a good thing. Let me ask you a question. Eddie boy, priest, answer this. Is it bad to drink? So the party was like more on the, the tendency was then that's when in Daibadi they said, okay, uh, we know, we understand you. So celebrity was like, 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 uh, not, not for me or he, she knows that I don't go for it. In fact, I was, she always calls me like two o'clock when are, are the, the actresses have problems and I get to talk to some of them two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, because I understand how it is with their life. So I could really make a in fact, and uh, did I committed herself to 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 the Lord. It was the time, and he had a good perspective because the Catholic priests were helping her too, and he had a good perspective. Although the doctrines differ, but you know, honestly, in my 
since all of us have been exposed, including you, you may have friends who are sharing the gospel to you, the Bible. You see, if you look at Peter and Judas, both of them were called by God, right? Correct. And both of them committed to the Lord, right? Both of them served the Lord. Both of them preached. And both of them betrayed the Lord. Here's the thing. The difference between Peter and Judas is their attitude towards the Lord. Your love for the Lord should be shown in your job. When you're commenting, you should not say anything that would destroy people. Or, you know, um, did you know that if you speak uh, and call a person fool, you already murdered him according to the Lord. So if you really love the Lord, it changes the way you look at life. So as a player, you would enjoy basketball more. Because you tend to play for the team, not for yourself, though. Point. But you were also known. I, I was talking to one of your former teammates the other day, and you were known to give advice, no, uh, for for problems. I was talking. I was talking to Nilo Cruz, and I asked him, "What do you remember about Eddie Boy?" And he said, "You know, alam mo sabi sa Charlie, may problema ako sa girlfriend ko nun eh. Yung problema ko sa girlfriend ko kay Eddie Boy ako humingi ng advice. Ikaw daw nag-advice kay Nilo Cruz mm -hmm. about yeah, what to do. I don't know if you remember that <laughs> if it yeah. actually happened, but you know, yeah. so." You were that type of guy, so I guess known palang you had that reputation already of being the guy to mm -hmm. to consult, no, for these mm -hmm. things. Not just at two a.m. Hindi ko lang kung two a.m. then tumawag si Nilo Cruz sao. Actress lang daw actress, hindi actor. Yes. What's our next photo? Next photo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's check the next photo. Here, you mentioned this guy kanina. Abit Pidabe. Oh yeah, yeah. So. So, ano to, we had uh, uh, PBA All-Stars in uh, Tennessee, Memphis. What year was mm. this, sir? Uh, there was like, uh, I would say, 20s, I think in the 20s, between 2010. I'm not mm. sure. Because Abbott was still standing, he still played. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, get, I, I got a chance to visit Abbott in the hospital, talk to him, encourage him a lot. And also, Rick um, um, Marata, before he passed away, in fact, mm -hmm. I was able to share the gospel to him. And he said, oh, oh, that's my life. That's my life. <laughs> so as I was relating to them, and Abed Gedaben really is now, now he's, uh, he's really, he, he looks forward to attending churches. How is he now? How is he? Does he, does he walk? Or can he still uh, walk? I, what I heard, I haven't seen him. He said that he's not driving anymore. He's, 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 he's uh, her daughter drives him to church, but I haven't visited him. But uh, I think he's just staying at home. That's what yeah. they said. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I heard this. He's, 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 yeah. he's wheelchair bound because it's what I heard uh, also. So. No, but I, I, I also hope that he's able to talk straight already also. Because there was a time yes. he was working yeah. on that. Eh. Yeah. Made, yeah, so, so we can finally have him. Maybe, maybe, yes, maybe we can have him on the show. Him here. Oh. We're praying for that, no? Because he's one yeah. of the greats that we have not had uh, on, on our show. Especially yes. for yeah. Chris, Chris and, What's and, our next photo? Yeah. Yeah. Let's check the next photo, please, Carly. Okay. Ayun, so here, we're about PBA greats. Oh, PBA greats. This is uh, the white shirt, I think, is in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. The blue yeah. one is in New Jersey. Yeah. I think they just... Uh, allowed me to play because of the past, but I still can, you know, run and, you know, but I was more on, 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 
my heart here is that I want to tell my teammates uh, about the goodness of God and how can they play. In Chicago and in the blue shirt. This is a, a, a um, we, one weekend game. It's a blue shirt. Um, we had Abit uh, Gidabin there, blue shirt. Rick Rick Marata and some uh, college players. Uh, I think Ricky Relosa was with a blue shirt too. Mm-hmm. And uh, the white shirt, there was a lot like Eto Globo. Uh, um, uh, Francis and Nice went there. Abit Gidabin flew in. So mostly from the West Coast, they they came in so to play. Team Colosso. Team Colosso. Oh, yeah, I know exactly. I know. Yeah. I know. Nung buho, nakita ko yung ganyan. Sabi ko si Team Colosso yan. Yeah. Oh, eh, di ba? That's Team Colosso. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh. Team Colosso yan. Si Joklas. Dalawa lang naman ang kaya. Oh, Joklas. Okay, James Yap. Okay, James Yap. Di ba nakita yung buka eh. Yeah. 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 When I get to see them, there's like um, there's like that uh, band of brothers thing within yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Like we used to, I think, some of us used to hate each other or compete against each other, yeah. but now it's totally different. Totally course, different. It's a blessing. Was, but Tim was your teammate, so, no, Manila Beer, right? Manila Beer, yeah. Yeah. I remember him. We had the championship last 10 minutes. He stood up and tell coach, Coach, put in Eddie Boy. You need him inside. Let's move to but the next yeah. photo, Carly, at least. Yeah, this is you now. This is today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, this, I think that, what's, the, what's the next one? Is it the, the group photo already? That, yes, yeah. yeah, this uh, one. Yeah. So this I think, oh. So this one. So this is a you're in with the Christian churches of Cebu. I don't Cebu, know how yes. long ago this was. I think that was five years ago. This one right here. Hmm, okay, no, so not, yeah. so you've been here now recently, pala. What's so that this again? is what you're busy. This is what you're busy with now, sir. Is this what this is what's keeping you busy now? No, I I, I work. I still work as a, a hotel worker in the city downtown, but most of my time are in the ministry. And uh, you know what I've learned is. Uh, to be a good family man, so it's more focusing on 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 helping the family, because at the end of the day, you would uh, they would uh, they would look at you and say, "Oh, here's a here's a basketball player, a famous player, and he talks about God. Show me his life, and I'll believe in you and what you say." Mm-hmm. So now I I still work. I still, I have a I have a loving wife. Uh, her name is uh, Odette. And uh, I believe that it was given by God. So I understood. I always memorized the verse. Husband, love your wives as I have loved the church. So it's a focus of my life now. And the ministry, in fact, uh, the, the church, the, I attend a church where it's white and it's a diverse church. But they committed to me the sports ministry from the pastor. Mm-hmm. I presented to them because he said, could you show me the ministry, blah, 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 blah. So I gave it to them. In fact, uh, most of them are going to watch not live after this. So and the, the blessing is right in time of your interview. It's not that I think God is just reminding me that the status that he has given me is for his glory. How can I do that? I could use my status to tell people that I used to be a basketball player. But now I have a way 
to bring you to God through basketball. Because so so now they in fact they built a a, a basketball court which is asphalt because that's the only thing they can afford mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they really trusted me that their kids they wouldn't trust. Think of it this way. If a person entrusts a child to you, that would be a blessing, right? So you get to influence them. Because let me let me tell you a story about basketball and mm-hmm. the profession that I do and my service to the Lord. It's yes. actually it's not about me, it's about what I learned from the Lord. In the year 19, let's say 1990s, I was director of New York for the Intercity because every every weekend here uh, uh, Filipinos would merge in one city like uh, who would represent New York, Baltimore and Canada and their cities like like uh, Ontario, we would come to a city and then we play the Intercity which is like a two-day league and then it's like bracketing if you lose and come up until championship so as i was a director i said let me prove to the filipinos because by that time there was a news that filipinos were cheating on aids i think that was a baseball youth softball baseball so there was yes. there was a news in america so i said i'm gonna form a, a team in new york that will never cheat on uh, ages. We should follow all the 13 years and under, 17 years and under. So I had five teams. So everything was prepared. We were in a bus. We got to Canada, Toronto, Canada. One guy approached me and said, Eddie boy, hindi ako maniwala na totoo yung team mo. Bakit? Eh, pamangkin ko yung isang player mo eh. Hindi naman 13 under yan eh. 15 under, 15 years old niyan eh. So I got a shock of my life. I said, I prepared. But he was the top player, my 13 under, because he was 6'2". And he plays good. So what I did, I gathered everyone in the room. I said, we're not going to play unless you are man enough to say that you are overage in your category. So it took us like 30 minutes because no one would say yes. I said, okay. Another few minutes, and we're all packed up, get to the bus, go home to New York. Suddenly, this guy stood. Coach, I'm sorry. Okay, go to the bathroom. Imagine 90 players fit the one room in the hotel, go to the bathroom. The other guy said, Coach, so there were like four of them who were cheating on the ages. My 13-under said, I knew it. We're not good. Because everybody knew about it. They were lying to me. My assistant coach who is a Christian too, he said, oh, I didn't know that. It's okay. No more. So I went to the bathroom. I said, look, I'm your coach. And five years from now, you're going to tell people, hey, that's my coach. And we cheated. I'm going to move you to your proper age. Don't worry. You're going to play. So they expected the other teams to play championship. And my 13 under, we lost. We lost all the games. My 13 under played for the championship. Here's the situation. Last 10 seconds. Canada was ahead by one point. And the coach was signaling me because my approach is father and son. I'll never coach without the father because you only see them once a week. The father is with them the whole time. So he's, he's going to help coaching them. So when I went to the coach, I said, you are the coach. Make a decision. What is the plan? Do it. So I, I left. I stood under the court and I was praying. I said, Lord, 
Wow, what, what's, whatever the outcome is for your glory. One of the players intercepted, laid it in. They won the championship. I was on the bus. All my 13 under players would see me and would say, Coach, integrity. Did you know that I saw one of them? He was running on the subway. I said, Coach, Coach, remember me? I said, uh, remind me. Said, coach, I was one of your player coaches. I work in Wall Street now, and I never forgot what we did, Coach. Amazing. So that's how important the game of basketball yeah. is. It could change the nation that we have. That's why yeah. I'm talking to you yeah, guys. Yeah. You you will influence. Well, you will yeah. give, yeah, yeah. You give uh, value, mm -hmm. give joy to people. But don't forget, it's a big help because people, as Filipinos, we love basketball. And it could be used to help others too, influence others. Because the hardship that we go through in basketball, we are rewarded, especially the PBA players. They didn't become PBA players like just like that. They they work hard. They're, right. Now they're enjoying the like us, like me. Every time I speak, people would know me. And in fact, I was in Dubai and people would listen to you even if they don't know you <laughs> because of the name. <laughs> there's always there's always a bigger picture about. I mean, we love basketball. Our show is sound. Our show is based on basketball. Can you hear us, sir? Yeah. Okay. Our show is based on basketball. I'm based natin dito, pero, There's a lot of other things. In fact, some comments right now are saying uh, that you know our show is definitely more about basketball because of Sir Eddie Boy. This is a very similar funny thing because your your former teammate Alan Abelgas, when we had him on our on our show, was saying a lot of the same things you know, that, that you're saying. You're both from Cebu. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, you you know, galeng. Parang parang ano? I, I've nice. heard some, you know, galeng galeng ng mga sinasabi your former teammate in Tanduay. But you know, I, that's the last photo we had for our time capsule. It's a great story, uh, you know, guys. We we should get into our segments yeah. already soon. Any any final questions before yeah, we yeah. get into our regular? Yeah. Because we have some questions. No, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's time. You know, we'll enter the, the, the segment. That was brought to us by Fitbit. Now we enter the Twilight Zone. This is the last part of our show with our regular segments. The first segment of which is called X's or O's. It's brought to us by Tuminugan Farm, your private paradise in the heart of Bukidnon. If you need to relax and unwind, why not rejuvenate and reconnect with nature right at the foot of the Kitanglad mountain range in Bukidnon? You can choose from a range of accommodations, the farmhouse, the bungalow, the cottage, or the tulugan. Tuminugan Farm can accommodate entire families, group of friends, backpackers, and even team building events. So if you check out web, the website tuminuganfarm.com or their Instagram or Facebook, you can book right now and spend your time in uh, Mindanao. Start your Mindanao adventure today. So, sir, for X's or O's, I prepared a list of uh, choices for you. I'll ask you to choose among the choices. Don't have to explain why you chose them. So it's a list of choices. We'll go, we'll go through them one by one. Okay, so sir, we'll start. Huh? The XSROs, number one. Manny Victorino or Abit Gidabin? Wow, that's a good question. Abit, Abit. Okay, ito, Atoy ko or Estoy Estrada? Estoy. Estoy, okay. Ricardo Brown or Hector Calma? Hector Calma. Hector Calma. Boggs Adornado or Estoy Estrada? Boggs. Boggs. Mm -hmm. Ponky or Rudy Distrito? 
Wow, that's a hard question. Uh, <laughs> I'd choose Ponky. He might get mad. Okay. <laughs> by one point. Okay, by okay. one point. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Gary Vargas or Ray Lazaro? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. That's good one. The, the one forward, the other center. Mm. So, Gary Vargas is a, a good friend. And okay. Ray Lazaro is a good friend. So, I would say Gary Vargas for now. Gary mm. Vargas for now. Okay. Eli Capasio or Benji Poblete? Eli Capasio. Eli, okay. Father Eli. Yoyong Martires or Danny Basilan? Huh. Yoyong. <laughs> Yoyong, okay. Yoyoy Villamin or Ricky Relosa? Ricky. Nalulog si Ricky. Tito Varela or Joel Banal? Joel Banal. Joel Banal. Joy Carpio or JB Yango? Wow. JB <laughs> Yango is a good person. Joy Carpio has played with him. Well, Joy Carpio. I would say Joy Carpio. Joy Carpio. Okay. Yes. okay. Rudy Lalota or Ed Cordero? <laughs> Another hard one. Okay. Um, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Lalota. Okay. Rudy Ed is a good, good man. Though. Okay. Oh, this one. Si Monico Martinez or Dante Ritualo? Great taste boys. Oh, yes. I remember them. Monico. Monico Martinez. Yeah. Monico. Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. Bong de la Cruz or Tito Varela? Bong de la Cruz. Bong de la Cruz. Ray Obias or Bokyo Lauchenko? Bokyo. Bokyo. Paguntalan or Torrente? Oh, wow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Torrente, Torrente. Tony, si Torrente is a good friend, really. Ito es Guerra or Jimmy Manansala? Jimmy Manansala, you said? Yeah. Yes. Ito es Guerra. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, baka may magagalit dito sabay ganun. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy. Okay, okay. Ito, mga imports. Norman Black or Lou Massey? Norman Black. Norman Black, okay. Dawan Scott or Rich Adams? Who's the other guy? Dawan Scott or Rich Adams? Um, I would say Rich Adams, no. Rich Adams, okay. Danny Salisbury or Francois Weiss? Ooh. Francois Weiss. <laughs> Francois Weiss. Baby Dalupan or Edu Campo? Wow, that's hard because I'm not that. Uh, I would say Edo Campo, though. Mm. See it, Coach Ed, okay. Ito, um, Jimmy Mariano or Bonnie Carbonell? Jimmy Mariano. Jimmy Mariano. Andy Howe or Lito Bermundo? Of course, Andy Howe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one, please, show the photo. Is the photo there, Yan? Yeah. Yuki, Maricel, or Dina? What's that again? I'm sorry, yung pangalan? Snooki, Serna, Maricel ah? Soriano, or Dina Bonibi? Ay, Dina Bonibi, kumari yata ng ex ko yan. Dina Bonibi. <laughs> Dina Bonibi, okay. <laughs> Dina Bonibi again. We'll, it's the winner. For, that's XSROs for episode 180. Okay, uh, sino ba next? 
Duel. Oh, oh, ako na. Duel, yes, sir. All right, this is an ating seryosong tanong brought to us by uh, Serioso Chili Garlic, delicious, aromatic, and uh, crispy garlic bits in pure coconut oil made with natural, locally sourced ingredients, no preservatives, no artificial flavorings, and no salt. Ito ang chili garlic na seryosong maanghang at kaya kang ipaglaban di gaya ng ex mo. All right, I am going to ask you a question about your career ito, sir. Um... It's a flat. You Tanduay. Yeah, yeah. Ito pala, yeah. You joined Tanduay when it was way on uh, way up, uh, was, was on its way to the top. And uh, you were traded to Country Fair right before Magpeak Ipon Tanduay to get into championship uh, uh, form in midseason. What were your thoughts on this? You were about, you're very this close to winning probably your first uh, PBA championship and then suddenly nasa Country Fair ka an expansion team. What were your thoughts on that? Okay. Well, during that time, I think I was like, uh, it doesn't matter to me, but I was excited because the coach of Country Fair Hot Dog was Dude Miego. Mm. I had a talk yeah. to him, and he said, uh, I really need you, and this is a place where you can prove to them. And uh, and he, being a Cebuano, he, want, he wants to prove, and... Uh, there was a rumor that I was game fixing, blah, 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 and everything. And, you know, people try to talk about not good. And then I was convinced, though Dimigo said, be with me, you'll be my number one team. That's why I was happy to be in Country Fair. Ah. Okay, well, just, just for the record, you know, Eddie Boy Mendoza actually averaged uh, over 13 points a game in the entire 1984 season playing for Country Fair. So that's one of your best seasons, actually, as a pro. So, thank you for answering aking, aking tanong brought us by Serioso Chili Garlic. They still have an ongoing promo. Just go to our Facebook page. Nakapin po doon. Just, uh, I think you scan the QR code, Tama Charlie? Scan yeah, you can QR scan code. the QR code or click the link that's on the that's on the post. All right. For Serioso uh, Chili Garlic products. Masarap talaga yan, ha? Sobra. Sobra yep. sarap. Yes. Naman. Okay. okay. Uh, not yet, no, not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Depend, no, depend. Well, okay. Yeah, my questions, question for you, sir, a hypothetical question, okay? If you could have dinner with any basketball player, okay, uh, living or dead, past or present, NBA, PBA, or whatever league. Kahit hindi nga player, kahit coach, eh. Yeah. Oh, kahit coach, any basketball personality. Uh, who would it be and why? To choose a coach? Oh, no, no. Uh, any basketball personality. Uh, so, makadiner. Yeah, who would you want to have dinner with? Pwedeng ni mo pa meet or ano, pwedeng past, present, living, or dead? Um, or uh, NBA, okay. PBA? Okay. I would say Steph Curry. I'm, 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 okay. and like, I, like, I like watching him and um, the way he shoots and the way he reads the game. And he's more on, on fix on his decisions, like, you know. And uh, the situation he's in, the challenges as a small, yeah. you know, right. and the celebrity status. I like to watch his games because, uh, you know, he tends to, uh, to. Uh, uh, I really do understand where he's going through. I like, you know, his mm -hmm. mindset, the pressure is there. Okay. So I, I would choose, you know. What, what would and you ask him? Well, there's a lot of new yeah. players yeah. nowadays. They're, they're yeah. so strong. What, like, what, what would you ask him, sir, over dinner? What I'm sorry, but humina yung ano ha? Okay lang. Oh, what would ba? you ask? What What would you ask him? See, si 
I would ask him, what have you been doing for your love of the Lord Jesus Christ? That would be a good question for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I he has mentioned that. Yeah, yeah and, and, and for me, Steph Curry is an, is, is a, an inspiration because he's a, he's a true Christian warrior. He's not a Golden State Warrior, Christian warrior. Talaga. Yes. In fact, that he actually writes the fact that he writes his own Bible verses on the shoes that he yes. wears is just a testament yes. to uh, to his plight or his uh, his mission right, right, right. as a Christian warrior as well. Right. He's yeah. a damn good player too. Okay, so we <laughs> enter. This is good answer. Last, last na last na to, sir. We enter the part called Hello Porky. If you remember. Joe Cantada used to say this all the time on the coverage, uh, Sir Eddie Boy. Ito yung pagbati niya sa kanyang anak na si Porky Cantada. Hello, Porky. So ito na yung sinasabi ko sa'yo, Sir. Yung batian portion. You know, I'm sure you've had a long career in basketball and in life uh, with your ministry. Uh, I'm sure there are people you want to shout out to, to greet, to acknowledge, to think. Now's the time to do it. Okay. First of all, I'd like to thank uh, the Lord for... Uh, the game of basketball. I'd like to thank my family, all my brothers and sisters supported me all the way. And I'd like to thank my uh, my, my daughter, Bianchi, and Icy, my son, for uh, understanding the situations, the hardships and challenges, and uh, the, the, the status of being a professional player. And then also I'd like to thank you guys, especially, for having me, and uh, it's an honor. And uh, this is the part of my life that uh, people would say, oh, it's time to retire, blah, blah, blah. No, it's, uh, it's time to start finishing strong before I meet the Lord. So I think I'd like to thank everyone, especially my teammates. If I mention them, I, I have a lot of teammates to thank for. <laughs> the coaches that I need to thank for. And they have influence and have really helped me in uh, the game of basketball that has been used in my life to, to be blessed. Even uh, when I travel around, the, the mention of my name, people would really be remembering. So I thank them too. I, I thank the, the, the people in Dubai, in Aruba, because there was a church that we established there, to the Aruba, the people in Aruba, the LA, the youth in LA. I, I was a youth pastor in LA like to thank them for i know they're gonna watch this not live but they're gonna watch this i need to say thank you to them and also to my uh wife for that uh, she prepared everything ending up we have five computers at home we ended up with a cell phone so <laughs> that's what happens if you're old school but anyway i'd like to thank also uh, the pba uh, for the schooling of my daughter I think they helped uh, a bit once uh, one, for a year or two, or maybe it was icy, but it was a big help. And truly, you know, I thank the PBA. And also the most important thing is that um, to my family who really, uh, really supported me all the way. And there's so many people, I could mention names though. Okay, I could thank them, but uh, so short and uh, I don't wanna. I don't wanna end up like, you know, mentioning <laughs> others before. But if if you may, I'd like to thank everyone that's been an influence to me. Like especially the churches in Cebu, 
And in fact, I was able to tour around the Philippines, the churches in Mindanao, the churches in Luzon. They really listened to me because of my being a professional basketball player. It had opened uh, a way to, uh, to, to, to preach the gospel to them. Actually, my role is not to convert people. It's just to bring the word of God, and it's a work of God. And I thank you also that I was able to tell the Philippines right now through your uh, program that there is a God who loves us. He created basketball for us to enjoy it spiritually, socially, solically, physically, and with a proper perspective based on the word of God, which is really uh, God's letter to us as he revealed to us. If I could explain, he wanted his glory, meaning to say uh, your life, be seen according to what he wants us to be even as a player we we wanted to play basketball more than read books now there's more time to read about him <laughs> and enjoy life and be a blessing to all i pray and thank you especially to the philippines who has been loving basketball thank you to yeah. the fans of basketball well, Pastor Ed, it's not only in the Philippines can napapanood. You're actually being watched internationally also. That's yes, why yes. some of our guests, Sila Bernie, Sila Ricky, are also watching from the U.S. So That's thank nice. you for... No, I, we're actually uh, very honored to have you on our show. And this, For me, I would say this is one of our best episodes ever. Thank you. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's been yes. a great, really great episode. Thank, thank you, sir, thank you, sir. Uh, Eddie, for, for, for sharing your stories with us. Before we let you go, uh, we just have a few things to say. Uh, Thanks, of course, to Dr. Marty Magsanok for setting up this, uh, this oh, meeting yes. with, with, uh, with Dr. Uh, Marty. Anyway, of course, um, Dr. Magsanok is the one who, who introduced me online to Sir Eddie Boy, so we were able to do this. Thanks, Doc Marty. Uh, this, we're part of the Globally Balling Network. Uh, thank you to Globally Balling Network, of course. Uh, our sponsor, San Miguel Corporation, powers our show. To Minugan Farm, Sirosa Chili Garlic, and the rest of those uh, who, who help us out. Um, Birthday this past week, well, PBA Archives and PH Sports Bureau always helping us out with the photos and the information. And of course, the birthday this past week from our AOB family, it's June Reyes. Celebrated his birthday, so happy birthday to June Reyes. I think may ipa plug si Noel Zarate before we go. Let's let's show that. Yes, uh, I would. Uh, I would just like to uh, share with everybody that we do have a courtside reporting workshop. Tandaan po natin that the UAAP is about to hold auditions for the courtside reporter position, and this could be a big help because. Uh, karamihan ng aming mga mentors ay uh, dumaan na sa ganyang proseso. We do have Risa Diaz, uh, Isa Chong, Sheila Salaysay, and George Rocha Chu, who I believe is one of the best UAP courtside reporters ever. Sila po yung magiging mentors. And this will be on July 8 and 9 at the SGS Foundation Building in Araneta Avenue, Quezon City. I will be the moderator of this workshop. So if you want to uh, learn the chops of being a courtside reporter, what it takes, what, it, what you need to prepare for, especially for the upcoming auditions, I really encourage that you take this one on. For more information, you can visit the uh, Facebook and Instagram pages of uh, Masterclass PH, and we'll be more than happy to, uh, to accommodate everybody. As of now, we do have 12 people in already. We want to cap it off at 24, so you want to be part of that group. Message today and uh, be the next courtside reporter. Uh, it could be part of your mission in life. That's a courtside reporting workshop brought to us by Masterclass PH and, of course, Head Start Academy. Thank you, guys. All right. So, Yon, if you're interested in that, please sign up for that. Okay. So, we'd like to thank, of course, also all the Cebuanos who have watched today with their comments. 
And then all the former PBA players, mga kaibigan, mga kalaban natin, ang dami nagparamdam. PBA players today. They all came together to watch. Kumapul pa si Makoy Hakutin. Oh, yung anak ni, ano, that's the son of, ano, Marlo Hakutin. So, dyan tayo, dyan tayo nagwawakas sa ating episode 180, Pastor Eddie Boy Mendoza. Maraming salamat sa'yo. Dagang salamat, sir. And God bless everyone who's watched us today. Thank you to Odette also for helping you out with the computer, kahit hindi na bumana yun. Cellphone tayo bumagsak. So everybody, we're going to announce who our next guest will be as soon as we can on our Facebook page. But in the meantime, stay safe and enjoy the coming week. Maraming salamat, Sir Eddie Boy. Thank you so much. Guys, Sid Ventura, Noel Zarate, tomorrow we're going to be at the Basketball Con at Paco Arena. So if you guys want to see us, we're going to be there tomorrow. Okay? With Jay Mercado, he'll be with us as well. So, Brian, salamat sa inyo We'll see you. Bye, sir. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, Aaron. Everybody, good to see you. Thank you, Alto Perez, for sending stars again. Thank you. Thank you.